Welcome to the Good Vibes Club, a normal girl's guide to living your best life and being the best version of yourself. Whether you're listening on your commute, out on a hot girl walk, or curled up on your sofa, open your mind and get ready to feel those good vibes. Good morning, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Good Vibes Club. And the first one I've recorded in, oh my goodness, like a month and a half, maybe two months. So it's been quite a while. I feel a bit rusty. We're going to see what happens. But I just felt really cool today to sit down and record this episode and just just chat to you to be honest um but I am going to say quickly you might hear a slight bit of noise in the background there's someone mowing all the lawns and stuff outside where I live and it's a little bit noisy but it happens every Monday and this is the only day I had to record so we're just going to go with it I'm really hopeful you can't hear it and to be honest my house smells divine because I can smell all the fresh grass it's making my hay fever going to overdrive but it smells beautiful so I'm kind of here for it it's like a fresh scent that I didn't have to pay for um but how are we all doing like how how have we been are we enjoying the episodes is there any guests that you'd love me to get on is there anything you want me to talk more about what have you loved I'd love to get some feedback from you if you didn't know you can message me on the goodvibesclub.podcast instagram I'm pretty good on there actually for answering things and I always say that messaging on there is a good way to talk to me about like more in-depth things because my other dms get really really flooded with like links questions or outfit questions and stuff and it's just a much easier way for us to have a chat that's not kind of lost in amongst everything else. So if you wanted to have a chat, definitely head over to there. There is going to be more content coming on there soon as well. It's just, it's been so chaotic with being away and oh my God, I guess we should actually talk about being away. So I guess my good vibe of the week is actually that I was away. Like I feel like that has to be, you know, we've just, we've just come back from Australia and New Zealand and it's been blooming epic. I've actually been back now for two weeks Um, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like five minutes and the trip feels like it went super quick, but we were away for, I think in total, like four and a half, maybe five weeks. And it was just so beautiful. So if you haven't seen on Instagram, the vlogs are going to be coming soon, but James and I, my partner headed to Australia and then New Zealand. So we spent, I think about two and a half weeks in Australia and then about, I think it was 12 days in New Zealand. Um, so we went to Sydney for a little bit. We went on a road trip up to Brisbane. So it wasn't the biggest road trip ever. Like we didn't see the most amount of Australia, but we saw a really beautiful part of the coast. I fell in love with Byron Bay. I've decided that it's where my future house is going to be. I've got it on my vision board. I We literally took a picture of a house that was being built and said like, that's, that's our future home. And you know, it's something that's good when both of you stop and gawp at a house and you both take a picture at the same time with the same intention. But um, we got a van and it was it was amazing. I've always wanted to do van life. Um, fun fact, I actually watch tiny houses and van life videos a lot on YouTube when I'm getting ready and stuff. And it's just always been a goal of mine and a dream of mine to do it. And it was everything that I wanted it to be and more. Like it was the most special experience. And I'm so grateful that Jay was there too, because there was, there was one specific moment, which I'm going to talk a little bit more on in a minute, because obviously this whole episode is about manifesting everything. And there was one moment and I literally cried and I feel so embarrassed about crying because it's so funny. But um, we were driving along. James was driving along. I didn't really drive the van. It was seven metres long. It was humongous. But we were driving and we saw these like tourist routes, which if you've ever driven around Australia, you'll know. If you haven't, but you plan to, get to know. Um, they're basically like along the highway and it takes you a little bit more into like the countryside or along the beach and stuff. And it's just a nicer drive. It takes a bit longer, but it's way nicer. So we pulled down one of those and it was called the Lakes Way. And as we were driving, there was this gorgeous lake on the side of the road. And I'd said to James that my one 
dream oh god why am I getting emotional about this but my one dream with the van was to be able to just like pull it up somewhere fling the doors open and just have like the most amazing peaceful quiet view where there's no one else around and it just feels calm and we did exactly that and I literally sat at the back of the van and I was crying like happy tears crying. I'm getting emotional now but like happy tears crying because it's something I've always dreamed of and it was happening and like there was one morning where we went to Flynn Beach, which is in Port Macquarie, and we had like stayed at the campsite for one night, gone for a beach walk in the morning, got a cup of coffee and stuff, and um, we had to leave the campsite, the like holiday park that we were on, by ten a.m. and as we left, we were like, let's go park along the beach. Like, there's all these vans, like people surfing and stuff. So we went and parked along the side of the beach, and we put two camp chairs outside, and we made breakfast, and we were staring over the beach, and genuinely, like. I've just never been as happy in my entire life like I am now at the ripe age of 30 the most emotional human being in the world um and things that are happy make me cry and that never used to happen and it happened so many times on this trip and it was just so funny but it was a really epic trip and so beautiful and I'm so grateful that we got to experience it together um James has actually been to New Zealand before but the route that we did I don't think he'd done like a couple of the places um and obviously we stayed in different places and did like some of the same things but some different things as well so it was really nice because he got to experience a bit of something new as well but um it was genuinely amazing and it kind of feeds into today's episode because I really wanted to sit and talk about the top things that I've manifested um which is kind of sparked by a this is so bizarre but I basically am doing a series at the moment and I'm trying on everything I own in my wardrobe. So I've been going through trying on all of my tops, all of my trousers, all of my jackets, etc. And it's going to be coming soon. I think after this episode goes up. So make a note of my vintage. It's Jess M. Shepherd. Shepherd is spelled double P-A-R-D. A lot of people still don't know how to spell my last name. Um, I'm very passionate about my spelling of my last name because Shepherd can be spelled so many different ways. And I think the way that mine is spelled is quite like a nice spelling. I don't really like the H-A-R-D or H-E-R-D vibe, but um, I am going to be putting a lot on my vintage. So definitely make sure you head over there because it's going to be full to the brim. Um, we're currently saving for a house. So I'm trying to make up a lot of money, um, get rid of things that like clear out a little bit and just make some space, minimize my life. There's, there's a whole video. We're going to, I mean, you've kind of heard me talk about this in previous episodes, like the one with Sam and stuff, but, um, yeah, vintage is happening. So I was doing the trying on God, can we tell I, my brain is all over the place today? Um, we're doing the trying on and I had my phone set up to film for TikTok and stuff. I had my vlog on me. And then I was like, God, I can't keep taking my phone off to go and take vintage pictures at the same time. So like, as I was trying things, if I didn't want them, I was like taking the vintage pictures. Cause I just, I don't know. I feel like when I buy on vintage, it's nice to see things on someone. Granted, it's a big pain in the bum to have to take all the pictures for the sake of like a fiver. But I just thought if I'm trying one anyway, like I'm already wearing clothes. So I was going through and I was like, hang on a minute, like I've got my old iPhone in the drawer. So why don't I just take the pictures on that for vintage? And then I've got like all these different things in different places. And it's just a much easier process. So <laughs> I get my old iPhone out and I plug it in. And it was an iPhone from 2020. So I don't know what model that would be. Um, but it's one that I got rid of and like replaced in, I think it was like November 2020, looking at the last pictures that were taken on there, which um, by the way, was James's lockdown haircut. And I was howling to myself. I had tears streaming down my face alone in my flat because I was laughing so hard at these pictures. Like seeing the mushroom haircut that he had, um, not even haircut, like, do you remember in lockdown when boys just couldn't go to the barbers and their hair was like an unruly mess and it looked so bizarre because of the way it was growing out. 
um, it was a day that we cut it. And I look back and I remember cutting it so well. Like I was so impressed with myself and how I cut this hair. We were looking back at the pictures and I was crying. I did it so badly. He had like a lopsided like toupee on his head. It was so bad, but I thought I'd done it so well. And it took like five hours. It was, yeah, anyway, whole other story. So as I turn this iPhone on, the background is a vision board. And this is my vision board from two years ago. And it sparks an idea in me to sit down and make this episode because I thought, I can't believe how many things on that vision board had happened. Um, granted, some of them haven't happened yet. And like some of them have like happened in different ways and things. But I cannot believe how many things from that vision board came into fruition. So I thought I would sit and kind of talk about it and share with you the things on that vision board that happened, um, some of the most crazy things that have happened in my life because of manifesting, um, and just talk to you about like my most recent manifestations because I have the memory of a fish, but the things that have happened recently that are really big and would never have happened if I hadn't manifested them or like just came about in a really bizarre way. So grab yourself a cup of tea or if you're on a hot girl walk, make sure you take a sip of water. Me and my friends always remind each other to drink water because it's so important. Get your two liters in um, and buckle down and get ready for the episode. First things first, as I've mentioned, van life was a big manifestation of mine. James has always said he's like keen to do it, but he's never been like the most keen to do it. Like the boy is like six foot seven. He is a very tall human being. And the idea of him fitting in a van is probably not an idea of fun for him. Like it's, it's going to be a challenge no matter what van we get, you know, like he's, he's a tall human. So we ended up getting like a 3.2 meter tall sprinter van. Um, and it was seven meters long. And we had to pick this van specifically because the bed was like long ways into the van. So he, he could actually fit because most vans are like across. Um, so anyway, I'd always wanted to do it. He was like, yes, but also like ugh, not hundred percent sold. So I've had a picture of a van parked on the side of a beach for a very long time on my vision board. And it's always been the same image and I've always wanted to do it. And I, kind of knew it would happen at some point, but I didn't know how or when, and I just let it happen in its own time, you know? I just didn't put too much pressure on it, I just knew it was something I wanted. So if you didn't know, James and I were originally planning to do the month-long trip away as a cruise, so we booked a cruise with Royal Caribbean. Um, I found it on Secret Escapes, which is, by the way, one of the best places to get, like, really fancy holidays for cheaper. Um, so we actually managed to get this cruise for cheaper than it would have been to, like, do all these places without doing the cruise. Uh, it's a really, really good deal. So the cruise was from Sydney. Um, and then it went over to the Bay of Islands to Auckland, um, in New Zealand. Then it went to French Polynesia, Tahiti, and then it headed over to Hawaii and finished, finished in Honolulu. So my dream places, like I said to James, I have a bucket list of places that I really want to see before we settle down and have children and buy a house. They were all on that list. So obviously, naturally, no brainer. Um, it got booked. I'll be honest, I found it. I booked it and paid the deposit. And then I told James we're going. So I didn't, didn't really give him much choice, but I knew that he'd love it anyway. Um, and then three weeks before we left, there was a bit of like an unforeseen circumstance. And we ended up changing the entire trip. So we cancelled the cruise. And we sat down and we just brainstormed so we knew that we wanted to still go to Australia and we thought if we're going to Australia why spend a whole month there and we could also do New Zealand like if we're going all that way we might as well do that too um and it was never really discussed that we would do the van and I just kind of posed the question to James and said like 
how would you feel about renting a van? Because that's the one place in the world that I've always wanted to do it. Like it's always been Australia that I've wanted to go to. Um, although me and Tash did discuss doing, this is how long I've wanted to do it. For our 20th birthdays, we discussed doing a van trip around LA, like up Laguna Beach and stuff, you know, back in the day when the hills was popular. Um, don't really know how two 20 year old girls would have coped with that situation when we're both like, we were definitely not very mature 20 year olds, but the dream was there. So anyway, the van gets booked, it all happens. And then obviously the story I've just told you. So we had like the pulling up at the lake and it was the most perfect view. And it was exactly, exactly how I had imagined it. And when I turned back on this old iPhone and I saw the picture, I just couldn't believe it. Like I looked at the picture and I, sh I showed James when he was like back from work and he was just like, oh my God, you literally, like, how did you do this? And I, I kid you not when I say, I put so much faith in the universe to make that happen. And I just did not think anything of it. I didn't know when it would happen. I didn't know how it would happen. I didn't know, like I literally just left it up to the universe and it happened. And I was so grateful. Like every five minutes when we were away, I was like, oh, I'm just so grateful to be here. I can't believe I'm here. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't believe I'm here. Um, and it was the most incredible trip of my life. Like genuinely such a special trip. Um, and it's just mental how these things happen. So that was kind of one of the ones, even now as I can visualize it, the, the old iPhone has now died. I need to charge it, but it's in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen. Um, and it happened and I just, I can't believe it. And then another one of the really big ones, I'm just going to kind of talk through these and just give you a bit of a story because I feel like there's so many weird, crazy stories of manifestation. Um, so one of the other things was actually pre that vision board and it was my flat. So if you don't know, I used to live in London until about two years ago, two years ago in August. And I lived in this beautiful flat in Wembley. And it was this stunning flat, beautiful big windows, really gorgeous kitchen. It was two bedroom, two bathroom, beautiful layout. I had massive storage cupboards. Like my kitchen was gorgeous. Um, I had this big balcony with all these beautiful windows. And I, I knew that that was going to be my last home in London after like five years in London. And I'd got on my vision board, just a flat, like a picture of a kitchen. Cause I thought, I just know that I want to move back to the area that I'm from and around my friends. And like, I just wanted to move where I would consider to be home. Um, because my whole idea is like, I could move around forever, but I knew that I just, I just knew I wanted to be close to my friends. Like I've lived away from them for seven years and I just, I really wanted to be close to them again. And I was looking for flats and I couldn't find anything that I liked. And when you live somewhere beautiful, it's so hard to then find somewhere that is this or something better. Like it's so difficult. And the one day I'd been looking at flats for ages, I'd made a couple of viewings, but I'd either gone to them or I hadn't gone to them. because I was like, it's just not right. Like I just, I don't know what it is, but I can't find what I want. Like none of these are my next home. Like absolutely none of them are like the next home for me. Um, and I was on FaceTime to one of my friends, Amelia, and I just said, like, I really, really want to find this exact flat to just pick it up and just plop it where it needs to be back home. And I, at the time was then driving to James's house cause we didn't live together then. And it's about, it was about a 30 to 40 minute drive on a good day. Like he didn't live in central London. He lived in the outskirts and, um, I was driving to his house and I got these two texts from Amelia cause I could see it with like my sat nav and stuff. And there were two links to right move. And the first one was, I think, I can't remember if she'd written something on it or if she'd just sent it, but the first one was a flat and I opened it and I looked at a couple of the pictures and I was like, oh my God, the windows, like the windows are like across two of the walls in the living room. They take up the whole wall, they're floor to ceiling. 
it's really bright, it's really spacious, it's got wooden floors, like it's beautiful. And I looked at the floor plan, and I kid you not, no word of a freaking lie, probably to the foot, like square footage, it's my flat in London, the exact same layout, basically the same size, but I actually have a bigger bedroom, and it's where I need it to be. Like, genuinely I was speechless and the only difference is that I have um the layout of the living room if you ever saw my old flat and vlogs and stuff the layout of the kitchen and living room is like flipped so the kitchen is now the opposite end to where it used to be um but it's literally this or something better like I've got way more light than I had before I don't have building work outside. I live in a beautiful, quiet area. I can see nothing but trees out of my windows. If I'm sitting on my balcony, it's silent apart from birds and it is just ridiculous. So she sent me this this flat. I called the estate agent and I just said, look, um, can I view this flat? Like, is it available? And she said, yep, still available. Like, it's only just gone on the market. Um, you can't view because COVID times, like this person's like isolating, vulnerable, whatever the, I can't remember what the term was, but you basically couldn't come and view it. So she was like, look, I've got a video. I took it yesterday. I'll send it to you, but you're going to have to sign this, like knowing that you're not going to actually see the flat, which in hindsight, I am an actual crazy person, but I feel like it was such a thing of the time to like not be able to view a flat properly before you go and like put money down. And I think in London as well, it's quite a common thing, but I genuinely saw this video and within 15 minutes, so James was on his way home from work. He had 15 minutes to leave his home and I got to his flat and I, um, I got the call. I, I got the text from Amelia. I'd made the call to the letting agent. I'd got the video. I called back and said, look, I want to make an offer. This is my offer. Like this is about me. Like this is my information. She called the landlady. She accepted and I had put the offer in and accepted it. And I was moving into this flat in like six weeks time before James had even got home from work. Like genuinely the most ridiculous story ever. And I'm not going to lie, for the next six weeks, I was terrified of the fact that I was moving to somewhere I hadn't even physically seen. Like I'd driven to the outside of it and stuff, but I had never physically seen the inside. And I was too scared to like knock on the door and be like, hi, I'm moving in after you. Like, can I just have a quick look around? So the first time I saw it, I dragged Amelia with me because I was genuinely having like a meltdown in the car about how I didn't know what I was walking into. Um, so we got to the flat together and we both walked in and our jaws dropped and we were like, oh my God. I'll try and remember to leave the um, the moving vlogs in the show notes of this because you can check them out. But I was completely shook by how beautiful the flat was when I first walked in. Um, so that was crazy. So I manifested that one. I've probably manifested other ones in the past, but like specifically that one was like an insane story. And I love telling that story because I think that is one of those stories where a lot of people try and manifest homes. And that to me is like the most ridiculous super speed manifesting because I genuinely said it to her on a FaceTime before I left the house and within two hours I'd already got the money down and like it was just mental um so that was a really good one I manifested James like I'd always had like a really specific criteria in my head which if you listen to the episode with Jordan you'd know about like I manifested him um and I manifested the type of person I wanted down to his like personality traits and qualities and what he wanted from life and even stupid things like I specifically in my head knew I had an image of a boy, man, <laughs> I'm definitely not into boys anymore. I'm very much past that. But um, I had an image in my head of a man and I could, I can still now visualize this image of the man in my head. And it was someone from the back and they were like really muscular. Um, like I could picture their sense of style, their height, um, every part of their being 
And I kid you not, there was one specific day where James was like stood with his back to me and I looked at him and I was like, oh fuck, I really did just manifest you, didn't I? Like, whoops. <laughs> and I just thought it's so crazy. It's genuinely crazy. Um, how many more stories shall I tell? I feel like I've been going for 20 minutes now, but I could just keep telling these stories. Um, so let's go through that vision board and I'll tell you a couple more. So that vision board also had um, a couple that were kind of based on holidays. The podcast was on there. So I had a picture of a microphone and I knew that I wanted to do a podcast. That's obviously now happened. Um, there, there's, there's two like girl trip vibes here. So one is from that vision board and one is from the one last year. And that vision board, I had a picture of two girls with towels on their head on holiday. Um, obviously I ended up then going on girls trips with my friends and like that was a whole thing. And then on the vision board last year, so like pre, I think it must've been like 2021's vision board. So like it must've been the one after that. I had a picture cause I knew for my 30th, I really wanted to do, um, like a girl's trip. So this was kind of like a picture that was on the vision board passing through. Cause I kind of do my vision boards every now and then and like I tweak them. So some pictures stay on for a couple of years, some kind of move around. If things happen, I take them off, I replace it. Like it's kind of hard to know exactly when they were on there. But this specific picture was um, for my birthday and it was kind of me thinking like I really want to specifically go on a girl's holiday for my 30th birthday with my friends. Um, I really want to make sure that I have this epic holiday um, and I wanted to go on a boat trip on this holiday cause I love being on the water. I love boats so much and I just really enjoy being on them. I actually worked out in Croatia for a summer, um, on the boats as a photographer. Um, so that's really fun, but I really like boats and I'd been planning this trip and I, I'd invited loads of my friends, like people couldn't make it because of like other trips or weddings or whatever reason. And there were six of us going. So, I kind of was like, oh, okay, like we're still going on this trip. Like there's a boat we can do there. Like we planned this whole thing. We've got a really beautiful villa. Like it was all happening. And then when I was on the trip, so one of my friends had to not come because she had COVID, of course. And um, she couldn't make it obviously last minute because she wasn't well enough. And um, she also couldn't fly, etc. So there was only five of us in the end who went. And on the trip, I think it was maybe like the second day, I was looking at my phone and I thought, oh my God, I've done it again. Like I've literally done it again. And I looked at the picture and I kid you not, it was a picture of five girls standing on the front of a boat. And we had taken nearly the exact same picture on the front of a boat with five of us, even down to the fact that like I'd accidentally manifested which friends were on this blooming trip. So like one of my friends has lots of tattoos. There was one girl in this picture with lots of tattoos. One had really long dark hair. There was one with really long dark hair. Like it was just ridiculous and I don't know how we did it even down to like they all had captain hats on and we just got captain hats because we were in this specific restaurant and we'd seen them and like we just thought it'd be really funny to get them like I cannot explain to you it was the weirdest thing and I've done that with quite a few trips like I seem to just manifest travel really easily um so like I'd got a little um what's it called you know like the little huts in the snow um and it was actually specifically an Iceland one that I'd put on this vision board um or so I thought actually I thought it was in Iceland because I, I put it on there to be like this is a really cute thing for me and James to do in the future like go see the northern lights and um it happened but not quite how I expected it to happen so this is kind of proof to you that you can manifest things and they don't happen exactly as you want them to or think they will so like I'd always put it there thinking me and James are going to go to Iceland we're going to have a beautiful couples trip like it's gonna be really romantic we're gonna see the northern lights like it's gonna be stunning and I thought it would happen at the end of last year. And I kind of got to the realization of like, look, we've just booked this massive bloody cruise. Like we're not going to be able to do all these different trips. Like the cruise is costing us a fortune. So I put it on the back burner and was like, 
next year. Like it will happen. It will happen when it happens. It's fine. Like it doesn't need to happen right away. And then I got an email in, I want to say like the second week of November. So probably about two weeks before the actual thing happened. And it was a trip to Lapland and they'd invited me and my friend Ebony together. So they'd literally sent the email to both of us and said, can we both come along? And I genuinely was shook. I was like, I can't believe I've literally manifested Lapland. Like, as I was just thinking, oh, it's probably not going to happen this year. Like, it's not going to happen. I manifested it happening, not only going to Lapland, but going to like a private lodge in Lapland where we're doing snowmobiling and we're going like, uh, what else do we do? We did like sleigh rides with reindeer, like we met Santa Claus, etc. And I was going with one of my best friends and I was being paid to go. Like, paid to go to Lapland on this ridiculously good trip. And it was with Nautica, who I now really love as a brand. I hadn't really heard of them before, but I now have quite a lot of Nautica pieces and I bloody love them all. Um, But it was ridiculous. Like, it's just, it's prime example that you don't always have to be certain of how something is going to happen on your vision board. Like, I've had a picture of Disneyland Paris at Christmas on my vision board for like four odd years now. And I know it's going to happen eventually. I don't know who it's going to be with. I don't know when it's going to be or how it's going to happen. But I know that I want to go to Disneyland Paris in Christmas. So it's on my vision board. And like weird things just happen. Like genuinely your vision board is just, when things start to happen, it's just magical. Um, and then t- I'll, I'll go into two more things on this vision board and then I'll stop talking because I feel like I've kind of just waffled at you. But I wanted to explain to you the ways in which manifestation can happen and the way that it can like make your life change like even down to little things like my friend Lucy we were sat in Cyprus a couple of months ago and she was like oh guys I really want to try the Dyson Airwrap and I was like oh my god me too but I don't want to pay for it it's so expensive and she was like I I don't I'm not gonna buy it but she was like I know I know I'm gonna have the Dyson Airwrap I really want to try it I kid you not this girl walks downstairs and within 24 hours she's like oh my flipping god her flatmate had bought a Dyson Airwrap and was like oh I bought it for us to try it to see what we think And we were all sat there like jaw dropped, shook at the fact that she just said, I'm not going to buy one, but I know one's going to come into my life and I'm going to love it and I'm going to use it. And within 24 hours, her housemate said that. Like, it's just, there is so many crazy ways that it happens. I'm going to make another episode possibly for next week that's going to be how to improve your ability to manifest and like super speed manifesting. Um, Because I've been reading this book at the moment. It's called How to Break the Habit of Being Yourself. And it's really good. Very intense. I'm only like, 100 pages in maybe and it's quite a chunky book like small words very scientific wording quite difficult to read like I'm having to reread chapters a few times but um it's really good and I thought that would make a really good next episode when I've read a little bit more of it and I've got a little bit more to kind of talk about with that one but um okay the final two things because I am going to be waffling on for seven years otherwise so there there was two other other parts of it one was at the end of last year I I kind of said to myself, um, it was actually, to be fair, it was at the beginning of 2022. It was, yeah, it was kind of like the end of 21 and early 22. I said to myself, I really want to make some solid friendships this year. Like I want to, I want to narrow down my friendship group. I want to weed out any like people that just don't vibe with me anymore. Like I really want to like, just like streamline my friendship group into people who are really aligned with me at this time in my life and people who are just exactly the friends that I need and the people that just vibe really well with me because I think as you go through life like you ebb and flow you change who you are and like 
not change who you are in a bad way. I just mean like everyone changes at different life stages. Like when you're a teenager, you're so vastly different to your twenties to when you've got like job security and then you've got your house. And like when you're settled in a relationship, like everyone has those stages, like your single girl era, your happy girl era, like your friendship relationship, like everyone has those eras of their life. Um, and I just wanted to find people who vibed really well with the era that I'm in now, which I would say is my like, my like happy happy spiritual era so end of 2021 I wouldn't say I was like I was happy in myself and I was happy in my life and I was like financially stable I was doing really well for myself I had a gorgeous boyfriend like I had this great life around me like I was traveling a lot and I was really happy with my work and my life but I just felt like I was I had like some beautiful friends but I felt like I just really wanted to find people who just really resonated with that period of my life. Like my friends did, don't get me wrong. Like the friends I already had, I really love, but my friendship pool was very small. I had a couple of friends and I had a lot of acquaintances, but like a couple of like really good friends who are still my best friends. Like Tash and Amelia, I will be friends with till the day I die. Like I genuinely adore them and they are just my soul sisters in life. But I really wanted to like expand that little group and just find more people, which I don't think is a bad thing to admit. Like you can have really, really good friends and still want more friends. Um, and I just wanted to find like five plus new girls who really resonated with me in that era and now, and the way that my life changed and the way that I kind of like fell into these new friendships is just so bizarre. And I think across the course of that time period, I just really found myself just almost attracting or being brought towards people who just really resonated. So I went on a trip to Paris with some friends and I, one of the girls invited, I didn't, I didn't know who she was. She was called Jay. She went to college with one of the other girls. Me and Jay are now like best friends. And I genuinely could not live without that girl. And we went to Paris together. The first night we just really hit it off. We're so similar in so many ways Like we have many differences as well, but we just get on so well. And like, we have so many of the same values. And I think that's so important. And I remember getting back and getting into, I think it was Paddington and we sat in prep together and we were like, you're never going to leave me now. Like we are friends. Like you are stuck with me. And since that moment, we've just been friends. And like, she's brought Eve into my life who is beautiful as well. And like all these other girls who I adore because she's just an incredible person. So obviously she surrounds herself with incredible people. And obviously like we all know me and Ebony are now joined at the hip. It's no secret. Like we are best friends. Um, and we kind of fell into each other's lives as well. Like we followed each other, but it had never been like a, it had always been like the odd DM and stuff. And like, same with a few of my other friends, like Alice, um, we kind of like would DM on like occasion, like same with Rhiannon, like never really like, I would say like a friendship. It was more like an acquaintance. And then these people just started to become like more and more important to me. And like, we'd hang out more and we'd talk more and they just become more special to you and you start to invest more time into them. And it just, the way that these friendships evolved was so special. And now I would say that I've got quite good at like merging friendships. If you listen to the friendship episode, like you'll know a lot of this already. Like you can hear the full story of like friendships and stuff, but I, I just knew that somehow I would get all these new people in my life. And it was yesterday, sat on the beach with two of my friends that we were talking about it. And I realized just how many incredible women I now have around me that have come into my life. And whether you want to believe it's because I sat down and said, I just want amazing people around me who vibe with me at this period of my life, or whether you want to just think that I've just, you know, met new people. I have so many incredible women and they're all who I would consider now to be very, very good friends. Like I have a very good core selection of friends who I really adore. And there's people who have come back into my life as well, which is so special. So one of my friends, Katie, like we don't see each other all the time, 
but I know that she'd be there for me at the drop of the hat, likewise the other way around if we needed each other, but we don't need to speak every day, and when we do hang out, like, it's the best thing ever, and I've known Katie since, like, year 10 of school, um, which, fun fact, I don't even know if she remembers this, but we were, I was like a new kid and it was like the week or two before Halloween. Like I just got kind of plonked into the school midway through the term because I'd previously lived in Belgium, whole other story. Um, and I came back to the UK. Yeah, there's, there's a whole other story there. There's a lot of things you don't know if you follow me online, but, um, I had gone into this school and I was terrified and I got put in a form group with Katie and I remember having business studies with her and she was like my genuine first friend in the school and we sat there and we sat next to each other and we just got on so well and we laughed all day and she'd invited me to this Halloween party like the next, it was either the next day or the next week but like instantly accepted me as a friend and I just couldn't be more grateful and I just remember sitting in business studies and like we were talking about branding and I just remember they were talking about like the paint brand Dulux and like we were in hysterics and someone was like Jurex and like we just found it so funny and like she's come back into my life and I couldn't be more grateful. And it's just, it's weird how things happen. And it's weird how people kind of come and go into your life and how just the minute you open yourself to these things, like what you think about, you bring about, if you think I really want these high vibe friends, like they come into your life. Um, and I don't really know if I'm making sense in this episode, but I just wanted to kind of, if you were thinking, oh, my manifestation is not working. Oh my God, like nothing ever happened. I honestly beg you go and have a little look back at things that you said that you wanted or like the way that your life is now and think about the fact that you probably have at some point asked for those things and they've probably come into your life by a really random coincidence like everything that you have wanted or manifested has probably come into your life in some way and if it didn't then it wasn't meant for you yet and it probably still is going to come or it just wasn't something that the universe knew you needed um but to round off this episode let me tell you one more story and then I'll kind of end it here um with our good vibe of the week um, but the last thing, so last story, which I was telling my friend Georgie yesterday and we were laughing at how ridiculous it was. Um, I used to have a little bright blue Fiat 500. I bought it when I lived in London cause it was convenient. It was cheap. Like they're good runners. If you've, if you've ever had one, you know this, they're so cheap to run. They are the cheapest thing on tax. They're super, super nippy. They last ages on petrol. The petrol's like 30 quid, probably a bit more now with petrol prices, but they're such a good car. And I can understand why so many parents buy them as like first cars. I would buy my kid one of them as first car. They're so good. Um, and they're also really reliable. They don't really break. Anyway, so I had this little bright blue Fiat 500 and I had on my vision board, a Range Rover Evoque in black. And I, I, it was on there and I was like, I'm going to get it one day. Like I'm going to buy it outright. I'm going to get it one day. Like I'm going to get this car. This is going to be my next car. I don't need it right now, but I'm going to get this car. And the one day I was sat in my flat and I rung Amelia, of course it's always bloody Amelia, but I rang Amelia and I was like, do you fancy going to the Range Rover showroom? Because I don't know why, but I have this overwhelming need to go and look at Range Rovers today. Like I just, I don't know what it is, but I need to go to this showroom today. Like I can't explain it to you. I don't know why, but I need to go and do it. And she kind of gets me with the manifesting thing. Like she's not the biggest manifester. Like she's not really into it. Like full force, but there's certain things that she's kind of started to like manifest or like she started to get it a little bit. Um, and like, there's little bits and pieces that we talk about where she's like, Oh my God, like I manifested that by accident. Um, or like, you know, when it's like, I think some people kind of get it and they do it, but they're not like all forces go into it. Um, and she's kind of like that, but it's really nice. Cause I can still talk to her about it. And she listens sometimes. I don't know if she wants to hear it, but she listens. <laughs> but anyway, so she was like, of course, duh, like I'm coming with you. This is going to be epic. Like I fancy a bit of a day out. So we toddle along to the local Range Rover, um, showroom, which is, I mean, it's not really that local. It's like about a 30 minute drive, go down there. And I was like, look, I'm not going to buy a car today. I just want to have a look. I just want to, you know, wander around. I don't have any intentions. Like I just want to 
I just know I need to go to this showroom. So we go to the showroom and we're having a little look around and there's, oh, I can't remember what color the Range Rover was in there. There was like an Evoque, there was all these other models. And I was looking around them all and I kind of said like, oh, I don't know, like I like the new shape, but I'm not really that sold on it. Like I think I'd probably go secondhand. I don't know, like I like the new shape. Probably better for me to get a brand new one because then I can make it exactly how I want it. Because I had this very specific requirement of like, I knew I wanted, I wanted a black Range Rover Evoque um, I wanted a full sunroof in the top because they do want to have like a full sunroof. Um, I wanted alloys on it because James told me that apparently the um, like base model ones look crap, which I never really thought about because hello, I don't care that much about like <laughs> little kit things on a car. But now I see them, I kind of see what he means. Like they do look better with like proper alloys and stuff. Um, and I wanted the GPS thing because I don't think all of them have it. Do they have it? I don't know. They probably do. It's probably a stupid thing to say. Anyway, I had like the specific requirements and I wanted heated seats as well. That was a big thing for me because I get cold. And um, we were looking around and I kind of said like, oh, maybe we'll just have to do like a second hand out the front because I like the newer shape, but I just, I did kind of prefer the older shape. Um, and when I test drove them, I just think the windscreen on the older one is a bit bigger. Um, anyway, so we're having a little look around and I said to her, I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get one yet. I just, I like having a look, like I like seeing what the price is like and, you know, just know what to save. And as we were talking, there was no one else in this showroom and she turns around and there was someone checking in because we like heard them walk in and say hello. And obviously the door opened, it was bloody freezing. It was like November. And they were like, oh, we're checking in. And they were like, yeah, what's your surname? And he was like, Shepherd. And we looked at each other and we were like, stop it. Like, my surname's not that common, but, like, come on. Of every surname of a person that could walk in right now when there is no one else in there. We'd been in there, like, half an hour and not a single other person had walked in. And you're telling me the only bloody person that's going to walk in is a couple with the surname Shepherd. Like, that's a bit coincidental. So, anyway, we have a little look around. I book a text, uh, test drive for the next day. Um, she, unfortunately, couldn't come, so James came with me because he also wanted to, like, make sure I didn't do an impulse purchase of a car without actually knowing what I'm doing. Cause hello, I don't have a clue about cars. And, um, she came with me, we went blah, blah. Anyway, we go back the next day and I said to James, right, I still don't know if this is when I'm buying a car, but I need to test drive it. I needed to go to the showroom. And if we see 10, no 15, I think it was black Range Rover Evokes on our 30 minute drive, then that's my sign. I'm getting this bloody car. And I'm not even joking you because I, I made a specific point to him of like we have to just see them we can't be looking for them like you can't be going down the road and you're like staring at every car to find one like you have to just like see it and true as god there was like 13 and I was like oh my god this is mad as we're um stopped at this traffic light there was like one either side of us or something mental like that I can't remember exactly how it happened but it was something crazy like there was two in a row or like next to each other or in front of us behind something like that and I would turn around to James I was like oh shit I think I'm getting a car. And it was ridiculous. So anyway, we test drive the car. I decided like, I think I want the older shape. Like, let's have a look at secondhand ones. And at the time they'd said to me that um, it was like fresh out of COVID and stuff, you know, when you couldn't really get car parts. So if I'd have got the car, it wouldn't have come till 2023. Bearing in mind, I got the car at the end of 2021. Um, they were like, look, you're going to be waiting until at least 2023. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to wait that long for a car. So we talked about part Xing mine. I found out I was going to make the exact same amount back for my Fiat minus like 200 pounds. So I think I bought it for six, four and I made six, two or something ridiculous like that. And, um, I was like, Do you know what, if I'm going to make the same amount for my old car, which is ridiculous and unheard of. And this new one, like it, it, it just, it was really weird. So 
we had a look at the two cars on the forecourt and there was one newer shaped black one and then there was one that was like a kind of like a gunmetally grey I think it's called like charcoal gunmetal I don't know some fancy name um that was the older shape and then there was a navy blue one which is already sold they were the only ones on the forecourt because this guy was saying look where the new cars are taking so long like second hand ones are going through the roof like people are just buying them left right and center so I thought okay let's have a little look at the newer one um the black one because obviously I wanted black and James turned around and was like look it's black but you haven't got the sunroof and you haven't got the alloys like are you sure and I thought I don't know like I feel like I like it but I'm not 100% sold on it like I don't know and then I turned around and like as we were getting out I looked at the other car and I said do you know what I actually quite like the really dark grey. Like, it's not it's not black, but it's not, like, silver, because I don't really like silver cars. And I just said, look, it is really, really dark. Like, I actually kind of like it. Like, I don't know why, but I'm really drawn to this car. Like, I just keep kind of noticing it. Like, I'm really drawn to it. And I just turned around. And I was like, well, it's got the alloys, but, like, it's got the heated seats. It's got all the other things. But I was like, it doesn't have the sunroof. Like, that's the thing I really want. Like, I like the sunroof. And he was like, mm, I think you should look up. And I looked up and I kid you not, there's a bloody sunroof in the car. And I was like, why is it? I've just found every single possible speck on the car that I want without even realizing it was sat right in front of me. So I'd like sat in the other ones and stuff and like tried them out when the exact car that I wanted was sat there, not black, but like a really, really dark gray with the alloys. And it had like this full body kit. So I don't bloody know some fancy car thing. It's like a limited edition vibe. Um, but it wasn't any more expensive because of that. But it had all these like fancy mod con things. I don't, I don't bloody know. And um, we went inside and I was like, okay, like I'm kind of sold. James is like being the logical one being like, okay, like think before you buy it. Don't act on impulse. Like he knows I'm a very impulsive person. Like I buy a lot of things on impulse. All of my tattoos have been on impulse. And um, when we walked inside, the guy who served us was like, hi, I'm Brian. My granddad, the only granddad that I've ever known, because my mum's dad sadly passed away when she was little, the only granddad I've ever known is called Brian. And I always like, he passed away like, God, a few years ago now. And he was like my best friend. And I always used to ask my granddad for advice. Like he was always the final say person to me. Like he was always the one I went to. And since he's died, I feel like a really strong connection to him. And I mean, if you want to get into spiritual, like hooky kooky things, like I literally feel his presence a lot. It's really weird. Um, especially in times when I'm like really stressed or like I need to make big decisions. Like I feel his presence. So anyway, this man is called bloody Brian my granddad was called Brian and I'd been literally saying to my granddad, like, oh, help me out. Like, is this a sign? Can you give me a sign? Like, should I do this? I don't know what to do. And the flipping man was called Brian. Like not even a joke. Like tell me that's not the most weird coincidence. Like I felt this really big pull to go look at the car. Then you've got someone called Shepard. Then you've got all the car like sat right in front of me. Then you've got the, like, there was just too many coincidences and it just happened when I least expected it. Like I really did not expect to be buying a car when I did. Like I really did not expect that to be the situation. Um, I also didn't really know how much it was going to be. So I got it on like a monthly thing because I need a better credit rating. So I just thought it was a good idea. And um, I don't, I mean, I'd heard that's a good idea. Whether it is or not is a whole other story. But someone told me that it's a good idea to get more things like cars on finance to help your credit rating for a house. Anyway, whole other story. So um yeah, it just another weird thing that happened. Like, there's so many things I could go into and so many things I could talk about, but it genuinely is so ridiculous. Like, I my good vibe task of the week for you is going to be to have a little think back and look at all of the things that you have in your life and think back to when you wanted them or, like, how they came into your life. If you want to tell me about them, please, please do. I'd love to hear about them. Like, just send them to the goodvibesclub.podcast on Instagram um send it as a dm if you want it to be private or if you want me to share it like let me know if i'm allowed to share it anonymously because i'd love to share some of them and prove that this is like a real thing 
um, and it happens and it works to like everyone. But um, let me know any of your crazy stories because I promise you, if you start to think back of all these different things in your life, I bet you've manifested them. Like I bet you've made them happen. And it's just so crazy when you do think of those things and you do notice them. But I'm going to round the episode off here because like I said, I've not recorded an episode in quite a while now and I feel a bit rusty and I've kind of just waffled at you. I don't really know if you've got much from this episode apart from hopefully a lot, a lot, a lot of inspiration. I've kind of rambled on for like 45 minutes at this point and hopefully I've given you a lot of inspiration and motivation and kind of sparked your need to manifest and like inspired you a little bit to really go gung-ho on whatever it is that you want. But um, I'm going to round the episode off because I really do need to stop talking. My throat's actually hurting and I'm feeling inspired to go and like make a new vision board because I do have one, but I feel like I need to mix it up a little bit because some of the things have now happened and I feel like I need to just, you know, get a little shake up or just change a few little bits. Um, so yeah, hopefully you enjoyed this episode guys. If you did, please, please, please leave me a rating on Spotify or Apple podcasts, wherever you listen. Um, on Apple, you can actually leave a review as well, which I'd love if you did. It'd mean the world to me if you could leave a review because they always are super, super helpful for helping other people to find this podcast. They can get help too. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Sorry there wasn't an episode last week. It's been chaos. I can't believe I'm back and I'm recording. So I've got a lot of good things coming, lots of guests. Let me know who you'd like to hear from. And yeah, um, bye guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. 